welcome to the Blue Fire Digital Network. Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we are your hosts. Today's scripture comes from Philippians 4.12, and it says, I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. Well, welcome back to another War is Everything podcast episode. Um, this one is a unique one in that we not only have the artist on, but we've also brought on an, a former artist that we've had on, but also the one who put together this record for the other artists. So without uh, holding any more secrets or creating any more suspense, welcome to Zach from Glay, as well as Robert from uh, Searching Serenity. Hey, thanks for having us. So why why are we here? Man, I got a new album coming out in January. Dude, that's nuts. Tell us about it. It is it is 12 songs produced, mixed and mastered by our very own Robert here. And uh the rest was me trying to make music. But I think I, it I turned out you okay. succeeded. Yeah, I would say yeah. you succeeded. You <laughs> did, in fact, make music. I, I listened, yeah. and I can I can confirm this. Well, mission success. He even copied Metallica's 12-song title <laughs> on their <laughs> upcoming album with his 12-song title on his upcoming album. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're, we're going to have a few talks with Metallica later, but... <laughs> you know what? As much as I saw that, I, I knew about the song coming from Glay before I knew about Metallica's coming out. And the only reason I even knew about Metallica's coming out is because a bunch of people in the metal community that probably worship Striper like no other also <laughs> shared Lux Eterna. And I listened to it, and people are like, man, this stuff is really actually pretty good. It's really catchy. I'm like, where? Dude, it's no better. It's <laughs> no better than Death Magnetic. That, that's my opinion, bro. As, it's as no 12, better. As a 12-year-old, Death Magnetic was fantastic. As a 27-year-old, yeah. oh, yeah. now I couldn't care less. Right. <laughs> But my, my I, people are saying that this Luck song is like the best thing since you know the Black Album or something, and uh, it's really not that different from what they've been yeah. doing. Say so that's that's a negative. Nope. There, there will always be people that anytime a band releases new music, there's always going to be that one guy that's like, "Yeah, this is the best they've ever done." No matter how bad it is. Yeah. I saw people calling Skillet's new album their best work ever, <laughs> and that was just. Uh. I can't say I've listened to Skillet uh, since I was 11. I, I don't know what they're doing. The, the morning fine. that released, <laughs> I have, at the time, I was driving 45 minutes one way for work, and that was almost enough time to listen through that whole album. Wow. And I got through it and went, yep, I have no reason to come back to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you gave I, it a fair shot, though. That's fair. I feel bad if John or any of the other people ever listen to this, but uh, actually... I only feel somewhat bad, but that being if said, anyone, I, if anyone was going to meet them too, it'd be me because, uh, yeah, they, they live yeah. up here in Wisconsin and my buddy goes to their church. So oh, shoot. if for any reason, any of the four of us were going to meet them it'd probably be me. <laughs> well, congratulations. 
be sure yeah, to share I'm, all of our thoughts with them. If, yeah. if anyone, if John Cooper was going to beat up any of us for, for hating on his music, it'd be me. <laughs> um, my, uh, my now youngest had recently been born when the album dropped. And so I was thankful that I was holding her and putting her to sleep because other than that, listening through the album was a complete waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You and your, your girls. Yep. All, all of them. <laughs> No boys, not yep. biologically. Anyway, yep. Yep. before we get beat up by a skillet. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously Zach copied the that song off of the Metallica album. That's how he knew that it was going to be there. Yeah, and you know what's funny about that is uh, Metallica is like the whole reason I wanted to start making music. I can't tell sad? if you were serious or not. No, I'm That's... serious. When I was, you can't see his face because the loser <laughs> yeah. doesn't have a camera. I no. When I was like six, I had an MP3 player, and uh, it literally had like you know Metallica, Megadeth, some ACDC, and uh, you know, look looking back, it, it's I was a kid, but like you know, it, it definitely had something to do with it because I heard Metallica and I was like, dude, I got to do that, and uh, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> it's it's kind of like okay it's i think it turned out all right you know my i didn't first, end up sounding like account. metallica <laughs> my first ever gmail account is metallica freak 001 that is amazing <laughs> yeah i i literally had a metallica email as well. <laughs> oh my god metallica so, 999 rock dude there we go i <laughs> I mean, people can feel free to email that. I don't check that email ever. Yeah, so if, if important um, things are going there, I'm not seeing them anyway. But uh, yeah, that, you guys are absolute losers. I, I know, <laughs> but see, I I know how you feel, Zach. And like having a band that where you started is absolutely nowhere near where you are now. Right. Yeah, because Metallica's talented. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Except, their drummer. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, there was a comment on Facebook somewhat recently. Someone said something about BFH can't get any worse. And I said, that's not true. If Lars was our drummer, we could be worse. That would be the only way. That is, oh, that's man. a fair statement. How many more bands can we slam before the end of this episode? <laughs> Let's try. We've got, we still have to get to Searching Serenity. We haven't slammed that that's, yet. That's true. And uh, I'm waiting for the obligatory mention of a certain someone. So we'll get there. <laughs> Hey, I could slam Polyphia real quick. I saw an interview yesterday where Tim Henson said that Saint Anger is his favorite Metallica album. But he's he not even a real musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just he said that he loves the the garbage can snare sound and that it's the best Metallica album he's ever heard. That explains a lot. <laughs> I I don't understand for somebody who's so like melodically inclined that he would yeah. be like, let's pick the worst possible sounding <laughs> right. Oh man, all around the worst. Yeah, on a real yeah. note though, that ABC song is way too catchy for its own good. Yeah, by Polyphia. I really like it. That's crazy. I mean, anybody who has like a 16 note run where someone's saying the rest of the alphabet in pitch with the guitar is <laughs> something that's going to catch your attention. So. Oh yeah. Anyway. All right, we slammed three bands. That's good. <laughs> Let's move what on. I meant I'm to sure say... we'll get to more. <laughs> <laughs> So Zach, you have a full thirteen songs. Oh yeah, thirteen. Yeah. I'm saying 12, well, it's it's twelve, but I have the the remix. Yes, that's the thirteenth. Yep. Yeah. 
So out of these songs, because I'm going to ask both of you guys this, Zach, out of these songs, which which were your top? Like, if you had to pick a top three or so. Oh, what? <laughs> um, oh man. I guess. Yeah, you you think about that, Robert. Uh, okay, yeah, I think yeah. uh, I think I really liked six. The the eyes rolled back song. I thought that mm. was I was happy with that. Um, <laughs> I liked five. The full was good. Five and. I like 10 a lot, Hidden in Plain Sight. The, I, I honestly like the the last 10 songs on the album the most. <laughs> the last those, 10 songs? Yeah, those those oh. first those <laughs> gotcha. first two songs, like personally, I don't I don't like I'll listen to them, you know, and uh I'll like it sometimes, and then other times there's certain parts that I'm too nitpicky with. But I'm revealing too much by saying that, but you know. Those first two songs are kind of wonky. Not, but not really. But to me, you know. So eyes rolled back takes the top, and then the rest of them are tied for second and third place. Yeah. <laughs> Other than much. tracks one and two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Ro- Robert, you've had ten seconds to think. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. So uh, contradictory to what he was saying, I would say one of my in the top three. One of my top three would be cracks. The second song. Okay. Uh, I that one and then also eyes rolled back and confession. I would say those three. I mean, I enjoyed working on all of them. They really were all fun in their own way. But specifically those three, I felt like every time I came back and was working on them, I'm like, man, like these these ones specifically, they just I vibed with them a little bit extra. I think just between some of the structure that they had and the rhythmic patterns and the breakdowns and stuff, it just kind of clicked with me a little extra. And again, that's not to put the others down, but I would say those three were he is Thank putting you. the others down but that's fair, True. <laughs> that's no, fair. One, no one asked my opinion but i like no uh, i want to know what you guys think now. <laughs> i thought they were all trash <laughs> <laughs> that's no. robert's fault <laughs> that's robert's fault <laughs> i should have used the saint anger snare man yeah oh, well <laughs> hey, robert robert how did it feel to uh to be producing music better than what you make yourself there it was it was an absolute honor it felt so weird i didn't understand what was going on half the time it's like Like, what is this this? why does this actually sound good (laughs) anyway i was gonna say uh cracks and eyes rolled back those are my two favorites oh nice couldn't pick a third no third no i don't have a third the rest of them were just saint anger snare yeah, that's that's about what I got. For <laughs> yeah. Best comparison possible. Yep. So almost, my, almost to Blue Fire Horizon level. Almost, almost, not quite. Almost. My my top three. I actually sent Zach a message on on my top one, so I'll start with the third one. My third favorite was Confession. Second was Eyes Rolled Back, and my top one was The Fool. Oh yeah, The, the Fool. Yeah, you were just, telling me. Yeah, that. <laughs> the, the way that the the instrumental sounded and just overall the feeling of that song. I, I sent Rob or I sent a Zach a message and I said literally I seriously wanted to go find a guy and kick him square in the nuts listening to it. I was ready to fight some all capital fight someone you don't even know. That was actually what I sent him talking about oh that. It, it was pretty intense. I'm not gonna That's lie. Hilarious. But uh, yeah, the fool was definitely. I mean, even before right now, I sent him a message about this. It was definitely my favorite song. So that that would have been my top pick. Well, I'm just glad that you guys liked it. That, I mean, oh, that's always good. Everything except was, for the great deficiency. That was like the worst song I've ever heard. No, especially I, that I guitar to, solo. 
I meant to mention that. I really appreciate <laughs> you coming through and doing that for me. It, it was an honor, dude. It turned out really good. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, like I forgot Hunter did that. Maybe I should actually <laughs> oh, yeah, listen back song. then. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's his favorite. That's his third favorite. <laughs> no. See, I know. I, it's not even that I didn't like that song. I honestly just didn't want to pick it because I didn't want it to be one of the like, it's definitely my top five. But as far as like just picking a song to pick, I didn't want to pick that one because overall I enjoyed the other three for sure much more that I listed. Well, well yeah. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, at the time I was listening to to it and listening through, but I wasn't paying that close of attention because I was trying to get my kid to sleep as I was listening to it. And so like I was half distracted. And honestly, I, I knew I somewhere in the back of my head, I knew Hunter had done a solo on that album. And you just kind of like phased out with yep. his part. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. I, I don't yep. blame you. It was it's that forgettable. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. It was just that forgettable. You know how how memorable of a solo are you going to write in like 25 minutes? No, I'm just kidding. Fair. I mean, but like, yeah, the, the, the turnaround time, time. Next time you need a, a guitar solo on, on an album, just hit me up before Hunter. <laughs> okay. I got you. <laughs> you. You don't even want to hear Zachariah's guitar style. playing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. No, hey, and, and, don't. uh, Robert on the, the song name that Metallica stole, uh, he did a whole lot of guitar. Uh, in Murata? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no wonder that song sucked. <laughs> yeah. That one was definitely my least favorite. Oh my god. Can <laughs> I talk I about can I talk about what that song was supposed to be? Yes, do it. Do it. So there after my vocals and because I only sing for if you want to call it singing, I only sing for like a minute, maybe, of that song. And there was a whole like minute and thirty second about part right after that where I was gonna have a rapper like I did on the set free album. Yep. Um, but that fell through. Uh, so what I did is I, I rearranged the song and then made Robert do more work. And I said, <laughs> just make a longer solo and it, it'll just be a good closer to the album. And it, you know, it, it sucks having to make changes like that, mm -hmm. but uh, it, it did not turn out bad. I really don't think it did. So I I don't want to get into the like gossipy talking about other people kind of side of it, but as far I as do. the <laughs> as far as the like struggles of of finishing up this album, I know that you were you got to a point where you were waiting on that guitar solo, and then you were also waiting on that other feature for uh, for the song that Robert basically finished out himself. Yeah how how was it working through the rest of the album then to get to that point and feel like you just got stonewalled? at the end of your album um it felt like i got stonewalled okay <laughs> it, it, it it was okay so to put it in perspective it probably took me like from start to finish uh, i was working on this album I, I think i finished everything besides the features in about four months maybe three wow and then it was a solid two and a half months that i was waiting for features that i was supposed to get you know months ago you know what i mean like yeah. i was supposed to have all my features by october for 31st and it was getting into december and i still mm -hmm. didn't have anything so i had to start thinking fast because i wanted to get this out in january and there was no reason for me not to you know me yeah. and robert had done like everything was done on my end robert was done just waiting on those extra features and uh it, it it sucked. It really did, but it it didn't discourage me or anything. It gave me some thinking time. 
you know, <laughs> but it, it sucks because when you make something that you're you actually feel good about and you have to put it on hold because of outside, you know, influences, I guess. Outside, I think, uh, you know, outliers. Yeah, I, I think it's Weenie. good that you. Yeah. <laughs> Weenies. Is <that> what you <laughs> <said>? <laughs> Yes, Weenie. Weenies. Did they go to Weenie Hunt Jr.? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh no, this it's like no bad blood, you know, yeah. at all. Like it, it didn't like end relationships or anything. It, it wasn't that serious. It just I had to step up and be like, all right, this isn't happening. So sure. I mean you're gotta you're, move on. You gotta make sure that when other people don't take your music or your ministry or project as seriously as you do. That in the end, even if, you know, maybe it is a good uh, a good way of deciding, okay, maybe I shouldn't be around this type of person because they decided to waste their time and go do a bunch of other crap that's just not worth being around. But sometimes it's just, you know what, they failed me, that's fine, but it's my project, so I have to step up and take on whatever is left over. Right. And so... And it, it was definitely a lot of that, where it yeah. was like, I can't, I can't let other people slow me down i mean that's mainly why I, I talked about it on the first podcast that's mainly why i started doing the one man thing yep it's because it's really hard to get a bunch of people that care as much as you do to do the same thing well and i'm glad um, that you had reached out well in advance to even set up this podcast like you guys were already trying to get this set up back in at, was it in november you reached yeah. out to me about doing yeah, this? it might have been early november yeah yeah. so november you're already saying hey i'm releasing an album i want to get on the podcast all that and so like all right heck yeah we'll get them on and then december i reached out to you just to make sure that everything was still kind of set up because zachariah was busy trying to have a, a child in december and i'm trying to get all the Thanks. podcasts scheduled yeah i know i know right <laughs> and a firstborn son at that it's just absolute garbage but <laughs> at least i can yeah. <laughs> hey, I can get a pretty penny for all my. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm no, gonna tell Ariana you said that. Modern tradition says that the dad pays for the wedding, so I'm kind of screwed right there. But uh, yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> But you had reached out well in advance, so we're trying to get all this set up. And so I reached back out to you in December, early December, and I was like, hey, you know, how's everything going? And you're just like, dude, I'm not having a great time. And so I was like, well, you know what? If you need it, I'm, I'm glad to help. So it, it was good to jump on The Great Deficiency, even even if it was just to help you finish this album. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, it. It didn't deserve a tip, but it was good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel about everything he writes so not just you he writes and i'm yeah, like so i guess I, it'll work i don't even make money from the music that i actually write let alone the one that i feature on. <laughs> but no it was Jeez. really awesome to have you do that and uh you you really put it into perspective because like uh like waiting waiting a long time for a minute long rap verse or a you know not even a, a what like a 36 second guitar solo like yeah, waiting like months for that and yeah and then getting someone else to do it and they can do it they're like yeah i'll have it in the next two days and it's there early you know what i mean like it it's it's totally mm -hmm. different and it's hit or miss though because you don't know that going into it like i met this I, I know these people from the internet you know i don't know how how you know consistent they are with their music stuff you know yep and you don't know what else is going so, on uh, what else am have. i gonna do 
what else am I going to do but believe that when they say they'll have it done in a week that they won't, you know? Yep. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's not... I won't, I won't say that the blame is specifically on any one person. You, no. sh- you have no reason not to believe them, and they have no reason not to do what they said they were going to do, but if they fall on their side, you know, it doesn't make you an idiot for believing that what they said right. was going to be the case. Right, other so. things make me an idiot, not, not necessarily <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, and and again, like that, it it was an obstacle, but it's over with now. So yep. like I, it's literally water under the bridge. That's that's a good good viewpoint to have on that. I'm so, just glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, tell I can me feel about that. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> After putting together a full album ourselves, I know exactly what you mean about just being thankful it's over. <laughs> oh, dude, you guys, you guys, uh, my my. My story's nothing compared to yours. You guys have been working on this album for like over a year, right? Year and a half. Yeah, man. Oh my the gosh. First, the first song um, that we started on for this album, we started writing in December, January, January of 2021. Wow. So yeah, oh it'll God. be about two years from start to release. Yeah, Y'all I guess saw January true. 6th happen. You were just like, we need to write an album about we this need- day and drop it on we- January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Didn't this happen last time we had this guy on? Why are I we not bringing him on? Hey, let, let me, uh, I, I went to Robert about it and I, I was going to go to YouTube, uh, but I didn't have a solution. But when I listened to that podcast with Robert, there was like so much of it that was just laggy incomprehensible noise and i was like you guys need to use discord but then i'm thinking how do you even record with discord i i don't know how i'm sure it's possible i mean 100 percent sure it's possible but i wouldn't know how but was it is it the internet or is it zoom probably Zachariah. that's on me I had, uh, I had switched to a really cheap internet provider for a while to try to save some money okay. uh Okay. Yeah. That explains it. It's, I have it's okay. I have better <laughs> I have better Wi-Fi now. So this nice. shouldn't be that shouldn't be okay, an issue. Cool. But yeah, cool. for, for a couple months there I had some really crappy <laughs> Wi-Fi. Had that okay, I got you. Tree internet. That Dollar Tree internet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Great value, the Walmart brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens. Honestly, but, you know, I was, I'm not trying to com. like I'm not trying to like smear your podcast or anything. I was just really oh, into it. And then I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, we are and not professionals. <laughs> and that okay. was the episode with Robert where we actually were talking about like deathcore, which is something Zachary knows something about. And of course, it has to be the one where he's least comprehensible. And so the rest yeah. of the episodes where he's just digging <laughs> into people with nothing else to say, those are the ones you can hear him just fine. I don't right. understand. Yeah. But we can talk about Deathcore today, and I can dig into them, and you'll be able to understand me. So okay, I would that's love fair. for all of that to happen. Well, we can get onto that. I only have one last question. Okay. Uh, so other than the features, <laughs> and Robert obviously taking part of, uh, of Inmarada, how how was the rest of the, the unfortunately how was the rest of the stuff written both guitar or guitars drums and all the instrumentation was that pretty much just you zach or how did that work out? it's all me everything there was no rearrangement done by anyone else there was i, I literally I, tell them robert tell them how good i send some stems dude dude honestly like everything he sent it's like it sent and it dropped right in on the spot everything sounded great uh he 
he had hit me up initially, I think before we even started, I think before you even like asked me about producing the album, you were, we were just talking about like mixing and stuff. Yeah. And uh, like I had suggested like an audio interface or something uh, that was just like a good step up. And it and sure was. The, yeah. And then within like a week of him getting that, he had already sent me like w- the full tracks for like at least one or two songs. And then like every week after that, I got another like two, three songs worth of tracks and yeah, it, so everything dropped in like on the dot immediately. I was like, thank you. I don't have to go figuring out yes, where everything's supposed to go. Like I can imagine that's probably like can be the worst thing about <laughs> doing that. But uh yeah, no, I I everything was pretty much set in stone when he got it. He just pretty much what he added was uh the bass drops and effects stuff like that. Nice. But like other than that, just me. That's that's just how you're hearing it is how it was recorded pretty much. But what I did uh, was drums, guitar. I got the instrumentals done. And then when he mentioned that interface to me, because I was using a Rocksmith cable. That's why my other stuff in Glay is not. Yeah, I know. It's not. No, for real. It's like looking back, I feel so stupid for waiting this long to get an interface. But like, (laughs) it sounds way better. Way, way, way better. But I had to re-record like four songs, I think, if I remember correctly. I had to re-record a few tracks. And then uh, I finished up the instrumentals and then I would do like I would record uh, vocals if I had like gotten off work and my wife was already at work. So I had the house to myself and I can just yell as much as I want. And I'll just do that for like one or two hours after work, send him the song. He'll do it. And then so on until the whole thing was finished. Super cool, right? The vocals on this album compared to the previous one, which, by the way, just as a. For anybody who hasn't heard this before, because I told Zach this as well, that I've been following Glay before I even knew who Zach was. Um, it's not but, creepy. Yeah, I mean, actually, I've been following <laughs> Zach before I even knew who Glay was. No, I'm just kidding. No. But uh, so I listened to the original. Uh, it was an EP, right? It wasn't a full album. No, it was a full album. Yeah. Had... No, it was an EP. It was Fruits of the Spirit. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Yep. The so blue that was... one. So yeah. when that one had come out, I had listened to it because I already saw people sharing it on on Facebook, and it was before I cared about networking with everybody. But listening to that and then listening to it now, not that I didn't like Fruits of the Spirit, but listening to this now, your vocals are absolutely crispy. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, like, that's another thing I changed. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I used a better microphone, too, because I was using the microphone I'm using to do this podcast right now is what I used on uh, everything before this album. So pretty much everything I have out right now, mm. I was using this $20 microphone and also stupid. Like a rock stupid. band microphone? No, no close. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's close, dude. Uh, no, it's just a USB mic. Uh, so yeah, pretty much a rock band mic. But no, I used this interface I got and I plugged my actual vocal mic into it. And it sounded way better. Like you can actually hear me do like pig squeals and stuff. Wow. Like it's insane. It's insane how how a better <laughs> mic makes you sound better. Mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> this be like a McDonald's sprite. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy it's so spicy. En- enjoy these major differences, <laughs> but just don't get sucked down the rabbit trail of you can hear the 1.2k frequency difference. No. Okay. Not, like, no. All right, wait a moment. No. 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 <laughs> Hold yeah, on I there, you I little can't. freak. I, There's no way you can hear that. <laughs> I'm tone deaf, and I no, not not a chance I would notice. That's okay. that's why I don't mix and master my stuff. I if even if I knew what I was doing, I I feel like I wouldn't. I would never get it right. 
You know, there are are people who are sound engineers who can't sing to save their life, but they can mix music better than almost anybody else. Right. It's like the Simon Cowell of sound engineers kind of thing. What does he do, man? I, I, I'm sorry. You said that. What, what does he actually do? Does he have any credibility? <laughs> he I was just talking people. about that the other day with someone. too. Actually, yeah. Simon Cowell has put together some of the, the best pop groups of the last like 20 years. Like uh, he, so he's he an put together. Guy. Yeah. Simon Cowell okay. put together. Oh, okay. uh, what's the name of the boy band from the early Ew. mid or mid 2000s? Um, but they did Il Devo. Yep. Il Devo was one of them. Was but, it uh, no, it was uh, the young guys. It was like yeah. Harry Styles and oh, One, one Direction. Uh, one Direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He put together One Direction from a Britain's oh. Got Talent kind of thing. So, yeah. So Simon that. Cowell doesn't know what he's doing himself, but as far as putting talented people together, he's a he businessman. He can recognize talent. Oh, yeah. he's a bassist? Is that what you said? Well, he's a business. <laughs> he's like basically the equivalent of. <laughs> bassists can't recognize any talent, so that would be a nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's not it. No, I thought he said he's a bassist, man, which so like. Oh, no, businessman. He's there and he's doing something, but no one really cares about what he's doing. You can only kind of hear him. Whatever. Yeah, yeah he's, he's there, but nobody really cares. <laughs> Just like bass. Bases <laughs> yeah. aren't real, man. It's just a government conspiracy. True. They're just robots. They're literally just robots, bro. Like the birds. Birds aren't real. Don't tell any. Don't tell anyone. I told you that. <laughs> okay, I think I said last question for the last question, but I have one more. <laughs> yeah, I'll answer last all your questions. Question, bonus sure. my, yeah, <laughs> my second last last question. Um. So what made you choose the tuning that you did? Because when you sent me what the tuning was for this album, or at least for The Great Deficiency, I was just like, I can't tell if you mistyped or if I'm just no. having a stroke. Like, what what happened here? You are Wait, having is, a is stroke. Is it not just drop okay. A? No, it's A. It's drop A, but the D is also... It's, it's drop A, D, and then standard 7. Does that make sense? So it's A, D, A, D. And the reason I did that is because oh, okay. the because I, I play guitar like a caveman. So when I'm <laughs> writing riffs on the top two strings, I can harmonize some of it really easy by playing the literally the same exact thing on the the high A and D. That's you so know it's what like, I mean? It's like it's like the sixth string part is just drop D, and then the lowest, yeah, yeah and then it adds an A, a. and then yeah. I have so if you really want to get seven, into it, seven string drop A with the E down to D. Yeah, and then I have two breakdowns. Uh, that okay. I actually utilize my eighth string, which is I think it's like E something. I don't know. E. It's it's say it, it it aligns with A and D, basically. So I think it's E A D A D. I think, but yeah, no, that that's why it's because it's easy to harmonize, and I don't really know what I'm doing. You you say it's it's caveman skills, but honestly, that's that's more genius than you probably realize. Honestly, one of the, I'm, I'm pretty sure Architects uses that tuning for at least a couple of songs because oh, okay. they do some weird harmonization things where yeah. it's just the way that they interact with the lowest strings to their other strings. Yeah, it, the way that they do that plays out better in that type of tuning, or at least something with the odd intervals where it's not just a not standard, but a, a standard drop tuning. Yeah. Okay. That makes me Alpha feel a little better. Thing too. Yeah. Okay. So, because uh, uh, I I just did that. I like I had never heard of it, but I I, I re like I was listening to an interview of like I think it was a guitar player from Glass Cloud like years ago. Oh, Josh, and the it's a black dude, right? Dude, what the heck? <laughs> yes, it's Josh Travis. It's you can't you can't yeah, just yeah. say that. Josh, this is 2022. <laughs> what? Is, that, <laughs> Joshua Travis. He's a king. 
Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. And yes. him, him. He was saying him. that uh he he was I don't know what the tuning was, but he like just created a tuning. And I was like, mm-hmm. huh, that's interesting. And then years later I thought about it and I was like, maybe I could do that. And of course it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, it's just two drop tuned strings, pretty much. But well, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna break everyone's mind for a moment. Do it. So standard tuning for a guitar, six strings is E A D G B E which was created for the sake of open chords and chord shapes based around the way that pop music, country music, and other acoustic guitar styles have been played since the 1930s. So as far as tunings are concerned for metal musicians, the tunings that we've been using forever aren't even the optimal tunings. So the the intervals between notes, that's important. Learn that. But tune the guitar however you want because it will only help you to play your songs as best you can in that tuning. So tunings are made up, intervals are not. Learn your intervals. Don't worry about your tunings. I want I want a guitar with only three strings, and each of the strings is just the same note in a di- different octave. <laughs> haven't you, haven't you heard <laughs> of the gent? Yeah, like that. Well, there's yeah. that. <laughs> haven't you ever heard of the the gent stick? Uh, <laughs> where it's just yeah. one really so low many string. Of his. <laughs> 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 anyway uh, but but really that's a, good, that's a cool point though that, i mean that is that's really it's it's unfortunate that people haven't really i mean i haven't gotten around to it either myself but as far as the intervals yeah like when we're doing the really weird dissonant stuff where we're like stretching our fingers to make the dissonant stuff for deathcore and all that yeah there's no reason to do that we could tune the guitar to have it be the same fret of two different strings. Right, Why not right. just do that? So actually, that was an idea that I, I told Zachariah about from a while ago that I do plan on incorporating at some point where uh, it's two strings where I can just play the dissonant notes right next to each other. But yeah. anyway, yeah, create your own tunings because it'll only help you. Yeah, and I've been using this tuning since... Uh, it, I th- oh, I wish I knew that. Yeah, Set Free and Flesh Cycle have that tuning as well. Hmm. Very yeah, nice. New tunings. Very fun. Yeah. What do you guys tune to? Uh like we're, normally. Yeah. Drop B flat, just normal drop B flat, no changes. And then for our eighth string, it's drop E. And we do have one song off of the upcoming album that's drop D, like double drop D. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm ready that's to hear that, by the way. <laughs> that the double drop D is because Hunter had it tuned to drop A, and uh, that's the one song he sings lead in, and he's lame and can't hit the high notes at that. Oh, uh, I see. <laughs> well, <sighs> we're also not trying to make it the hit song anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> Despite the fact that the only person who's heard the full album that got back to me about it was like, "Yeah, that's my favorite song." So what's? Oh no! Come yeah, on. He said. He said if we're uh, that uh, if. He's ever at our show, he's gonna like force you to play that song. I, w- I can't. <laughs> I can't promise that I'll end somebody's life, but I can at least threaten it, right? <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> oh man, that would be the one song that I think, hope that nobody ever asks for. Think how that makes me feel, though. The one song that I don't sing lead, and yeah, he's like, this, "That's yeah. the best one." That's the Let's one. Say, not, well, there's one other song, but. That one would be a more worthy choice than the one that you're talking about. So, yeah, I'm so sorry. If <laughs> yeah, yeah it makes you, you feel bad, about. but it makes me feel bad. <laughs> so I have a question. I, I love, I lo- oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, I was just gonna add on to that and say that I love how I did less 
cleans on this album. And without people hearing the full album, I've had in the last month, like five different people be like, you should do more cleans. I really like your singing <laughs> voice. Shut up. <laughs> Gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's kind of the thought process at this point is that our bassist, she likes softer music than what we typically play. So I almost kind of want to go in two different directions and go heavier and softer at the same time. I've noticed time. a lot of do, metalcore bands are doing that. Do some stuff out. that's just like straight deathcore, but at the same time to, to appease our basis, do some stuff that's more closer to like the softer metalcore stuff, you know, more melodic and whatnot. So we can do I, both reasonably. That's the thing. I, I enjoy doing the deathcore vocals too much to, to just not, to just do, not that, do it. Uh, yeah. You yeah know? I feel that. Yeah. But, uh, but my question was, uh, did you guys notice the Limp Bizkit influence on the album? I don't know that if Zachariah imp- even knows who Limp Bizkit that, is. <laughs> that would imply that I've ever taken the time to listen to Limp Bizkit. So that's a yes from you. What about you two? <laughs> I feel like I should know better than anyone because I live in Jacksonville where they're from. But Ooh, ladies I, uh, and gentlemen. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's, not, a, that's not something to be proud of. Um <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't know. Like I was not thinking about Limp Biscuits, so did not Good. notice. See that, okay. that was that was that was <laughs> okay. the goal. Good. I, okay. Okay. I know it, it's it's not out yet, but obviously, but you you've all heard it. Song mm-hmm. seven. I got so worried when I was writing it that it would sound too like too much like a corn or a Limp Biscuit song. I like, mean, it, rhythm, rhythmically, your your vocal writing and the way that. I mean, obviously, Limp Bizkit doesn't do the heavy screaming like you do, right. but like vocally and rhythmically, the two combined a little bit. I understand what you're talking about as far as the the influence, but uh, when I think of Limp Bizkit, my my main thought is more about Westmoreland's guitar playing because I think he's a fantastic guitar player. He really is. Dude. I don't try to think about Fred Durst on any single day. Ever. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, no. I, I'm more or less half joking, but like in all honesty, when I started writing this, I was listening to a lot of like new metal stuff, hmm. and I'm just glad that it's not noticeable because if it was too noticeable, then you know, I with my last band, all my friends make fun of me and say I sound like Franz. Uh, oh, so nice. the last thing I need is for people to tell me I sound like Fred Durst now. So <laughs> yeah, no, nobody. Yeah, wants Fred that. Durst is not in the big six. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I did see it. Did you see how petty that man is, though, that he had to go and make a whole video online, you know, mm-hmm. saying, oh, screw you guys. Wait, Don't think that I belong before in you were born. Oh, yeah. dude, did that yeah. actually happen? Who made yeah. the video? Who made oh, the video? Okay, okay, awesome. okay. So, you, Hunter, are you aware of what the Big Six is? Yes, I know. Yeah, I know okay. the Big Six. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that he was included in the Big Six. And <laughs> there's a bunch of people online being like, Wait, dude, this guy does not. Who's he? Bronze from Attila. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of people. Like, <laughs> Everybody yeah. online is just trashing him because he's there's all these like phenomenal deathcore vocalists yeah. and him, and he made well, a video real. of he's himself. No, he's not. But like the dude is petty enough that he had to be like, 
make a lot and make a video like, oh man, you guys don't think that, you know, I belong with this group, haters. but I've been doing this for 20 years. And Go if you don't like haters. it, you can have this, you know? And, <laughs> oh, the five finger okay. death punch came out. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was so pathetic. I just watched it. I'm like, dude, you are a whole new level of petty. Man. Andy, and if, like, if I read him correctly, he is a successful uh, businessman. He oh, owns yeah. business. He has a lot of money. How is that going to hurt him? How is that going to hurt him? You know, (laughs) even though I didn't actually watch the video, funny enough, I didn't realize it, but I did see like a TikTok of him, like where he said, I know a lot of you don't believe that I should be in the big six. And I just scrolled right past it. I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize it. (laughs) Yep. That was it. Pass. That's so because funny. I'm the, the place I saw it, the place I saw it, I'm in a, a death court group on Facebook that has like a hundred thousand people in mm-hmm. it. And I saw that video shared a good 25 times oh, in man. that group from people just absolutely trashing this guy. Like, okay, we thought you were <laughs> pathetic before yep. and that you didn't belong, but now we think you belong even less. <laughs> so I was very worried for a moment because I totally didn't realize we were talking about Franz. I thought you were talking about Fred Durst. I was like, how did he make it? Into the big <laughs> Sorry, we, tr- we, we, uh, oh we, we transferred vocals. Yeah, he That's definitely okay. wouldn't belong. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, well, yeah, he deserves to be kicked out. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> but to be honest, Franz is the Fred Durst of like metalcore. I was just thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I he really is. He really is. <laughs> See, I, I think it's amazing how many people on the internet. I, mean, I shouldn't find it amazing because people are idiots and social media has given every idiot out there a platform to speak. Yeah. Yeah. But like me, how many people. <laughs> <laughs> don't realize this is just six dudes getting together and having fun yeah, and right. not like uh, these are the big six, the best six vocalists in Deathcore because everyone's like, well, oh. where's Alex from Slaughter to Prevail? <laughs> right, and where's right. Phil Bozeman? Yeah. And where's like, it's not like a, they could be in a, another big six. And there is not like been... a, an all star game in sports or something where people voted in the, the yeah, best yeah. vocalist. It's just six dudes getting together and they're, they're all great vocalists from different Big bands in the scene. Like, it's, calm down. It's got that deathcore, uh, you know, snobby, you know, uh, not seriously conceited, but they come yep. off like full of themselves. But that's like part of the joke, I assume. You I know mean, what I mean? I mean, the yeah. the thing is, we're talking about like three dudes that are like six foot four, and then the rest <laughs> of them are like five foot seven, and one <laughs> yeah. of them with ramen noodle hair. So, like, they can't be that serious. <laughs> They're not but really. All, they're, they're, they're not TikToks. all big. <laughs> Their TikToks yeah. are all just like a bunch of dudes standing around having a great time. So really, yeah, and I've seen Dicky Allen's. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Dickie Allen. Yeah, yeah I've seen his. I've seen his videos. It's like good for you, man. You know. Yeah, I think it's. I, I got to say, like I, I when I first heard to the Hellfire, when I heard the the initial part that everyone flipped out over. Was cool, you know? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But when I heard it, the very first thing I thought was, this is awesome, especially when Dickie did it five years That's ago. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, dude, I, he did that oh, in 2016, dude. and no one batted Don't an eye. Don't get me started so. on this whole... Dude, Infinite Annihilator, like them or not, they create an album, they they set <laughs> standards for Deathcore, yep. and all these other bands just do what they were doing. Yep. And, yep. and they'll, they'll release another album in a few years, or, or you know... And another, it, another it'll happen again. for everyone to copy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lauren you know, Shore came out on top with that, though. It really did. I, yeah. Someone said something once that I was like, yeah, that's that's exactly it. Is that, yeah, Lorna Short, they're they're not doing any one thing that's never been done before. Right. 
But Will is such a likable guy. Yeah. I've never spoken to He's a phenomenal vocalist. He's a phenomenal vocalist. Is he necessarily the best vocalist in the scene? Probably not. There are other people that can do yep. things that he can't. And, but he's a phenomenal vocalist and a super likable dude. He is everything you want in a front man. And that's why they've blown up. Right. His, yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. His, his, yeah, his, it makes sense. You know? Yeah, I remember, like, people like, like it, you know? Like six years ago, I went to a small show here. and There was probably like 30 people, if that. And this one band was playing. Their name was Awake in Providence. Yeah. They were killer. And yep. Will was their vocalist at the time. Yep. Oh. And I remember, you know, I was like, shoot, this guy's killer. And I mean, he was like, I'm I'm like five five. He was like my same height and all. <laughs> so I like I went over, I went to their table after the show. I like bought a CD and he was super nice. And that always stuck with me. I was like, man, you know, this dude just played to like 20, 30 people, and yet he's still peppy. So I was like, mm-hmm. I was excited when I saw that he like got such a boost like this. And it seems like he's maintained that kind of kindness and whatnot. I mean, I hope. I think yeah, it right. helped them too because they had a decent following before and then coming oh, yeah. out of what regardless of which side you fall on because I know <laughs> things are torn yeah. but uh, with with the issue of the CJ McCreary drama I'll say it that way the drama having Will Ramos come in and be such a fantastic guy and, and lead man himself has only helped Lorna Shore in that aspect so yeah of I, course they blew up I find it hilarious that CJ McCreary has left two bands and both of them have gotten more popular after he left. <laughs> good point, man. That is a good point. Yeah. I really don't. I, I really like Tom Barber. I really Just, like the Tom Barber, Lorna Shore. All right. Me too. That's what I first give, saw them in. Give it five years. Stuff. Give it five years when CJ gets accused of more things and gets kicked out of Immortal Disfigurement and somebody then else comes up. in yeah, and then go. they'll blow up. No. <laughs> and Tom Barber will take his spot there. <laughs> right. I was I really surprised. I was surprised to see him in Chelsea Green. I do find it funny that he left Lorna Shore to go be the vocalist of Chelsea Green just simply because it was a better opportunity. Yeah. Only for Lorna Shore to blow up and become bigger than Chelsea yeah, that, Green. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Honestly. But oh, yeah. let's be real. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that Chelsea Grin is better with Tom and Lorna Shore is better with Will. So you know what? It worked out well. Oh, for, better, for right? sure. For I sure. I agree all around. Yeah. I love Chelsea Grin to death. Like I, they're probably my biggest like influence into getting into deathcore and all that. And I've always loved seeing them with Alex, but I think Tom is just, I agree. I think he's just better. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a well, better yeah. presence, got a more range. He's more consistent. Alex was like totally changing and like losing it after Evolve. Yeah, he really was. So, so I would argue tie, even before then. Yeah. A tie this back in. <laughs> yeah. I was sorry. thinking earlier. One thing that I really liked about extraction. Oh yeah, I know that one. Is that <laughs> <laughs> it? It feels like it's it's modern deathcore with a lot of classic deathcore sounds to it. It's modern deathcore, but it it has a lot of that old school deathcore feel to it. And I, I, I appreciate that. That's the same kind of vibe I got from uh, the new Chelsea Grin album. So I haven't listened to it yet. I only heard like dude, two songs. It was it's so dude. good. It's it was really favorite. good. Check it out. It was is amazing. It, is the like, full 16 songs out or is it just the eight still? No, it's just the first eight. eight. Uh, just okay. Suffer in Hell is out right now. Gotcha. The other half, I don't know. When I'll have to check it out. I don't know why I haven't. That, that kind of gave me the same vibe where it's definitely modern deathcore, but it, it has a lot of like the classic deathcore feel, which 
I've never liked a lot of classic deathcore because I don't like the production on it. Right. I just don't. So like I like the sound, but not the production. So I have never gotten into like the old classic deathcore stuff. The MySpace deathcore. Yeah. Yeah. MySpace yeah. deathcore only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's a lot of what I've been listening to lately is the yeah. newer deathcore bands that kind of have that classic sound, but with better production. Yes. So that's, that's 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 kind of what what I the the vibes I got from from your new album. So that. Thank you me. hit me at that's the, the right it. time because that's a lot of what I've been listening to lately. So it just like fit right in with what I've been enjoying. So it's like, ah, mm. good job. I, I, I'm still, I still think yeah. you're overshooting it when you say it's 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. I appreciate that, but there's no way. There, there's either 10 out of 10 or zero out of, out of 10. There's, there's, there's no other. Okay. I'll, I, I, I can, I can so get behind that. that. Well, I'll use the, uh, the turnage family scale. So we have a, a a scale. We call it Turkey to Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Osama uh, bin Laden is as bad as it gets. Okay. Turkey is as good as it gets, and four is everything in between. So either it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Turkey it's four, or it's Osama bin Laden. There's nothing else. Okay. All right. So I'm I assuming guess. this is the, you're saying the album was Turkey and not Osama. Yeah, it's not Osama. Okay, it, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it it might be a it might be a four, um, just because you know it, there's always little rooms for improvement. So there's, oh yeah, of course. There's no such thing as a, as perfection, right? So like it's, on a scale of Turkey to Osama in London, it's about a four. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> That's the best scale I've ever heard. I love it. Love I don't even know where we came up with that, but that's been a, a thing for like 15 years. Oh my! I'm so glad that the median is four and not five. Too. Uh, yeah, that, like that's, that's the best part. The, it's the icing on the cake. <laughs> but no, I do appreciate the uh, the the very nice feedback. Um, I I'm pretty sure you three are very close to the only people that have heard it yet. Like in Very its entirety. close, as in like proximity. Like the no, people I mean, that have like, heard it are you like sent it to my family? <laughs> yeah, no, I've had uh, <laughs> I've, I've I've had like friends over and stuff, and they've wanted to hear a few songs. But like other than that, like and my wife has heard me listening to it like over and over and over. But other than that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm so far the reception's good. It makes me a, a little afraid. For when it releases, because that that uh that good average is gonna go down. <laughs> gonna get closer to Osama, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's either four or Osama. There is no other options. So. There's no. Right. I mean, it could be turkeys. People people could call it turkey. Could, I mean, could happen. I mean, it's it's realistic that not everybody is gonna like anything. Well, not anything. Everything well, that you do, and that's trust fine. me, that I, okay. I'm used to that. That that's you. Ha- you can't go into making metal expecting like most people to like it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you're lucky to get those few people that actually back you up. You know, well, especially the the styles of metal that you guys do for the straight deathcore stuff. Whereas Zachariah and I, where we have to balance it with metalcore and deathcore in the band that we're in, but. Even within that, having some clean choruses and all that, or even clean verses, we have people who uh, 
who are from the metal community who are just like, yeah, I just don't like that screamo stuff. Screamo in, in Trust me, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, so it's screamo or the cookie monster, whatever. Or, yeah, like all the dumb things that they say about it just because they it don't get like it. It's like a toilet bowl. <laughs> and I, I think exactly. that the comments, the comments are dumb. The understanding that they have is obviously just misguided. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. They don't yeah. understand it. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, you know? so there's always going to be that. But for those who do support you, and that's going to include... Obviously, Robert and Zachariah and myself, because uh, we will continue to push all of the music that you guys produce and put out there to uh, the the masses who decide to follow us for whatever masochistic, absolutely terrible <laughs> reason. But uh, yeah, whatever social media of ours that they follow, we will continue to share it to. Um, just Thank because, you. yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's multiple fold, but of course, obviously, first and foremost, you guys are brothers in Christ. And then secondly, we truly do support your ministries and your music. So we want you guys to succeed because that's how that works. I know that you guys are putting in the time, putting in the the effort to really make this be something that's not only beneficial and uh, representative of yourself, but it's supposed to go out there and maybe draw some people in who may not have ever heard something like it, like this style using the lyrics that you do and you know the lessons that you've learned and put into the, the songs that you write. It's important, and I don't think that people take it as seriously as they should sometimes. And I'm not saying that it needs to be a, a God per minute kind of thing where you have to use God or Jesus every five seconds, like Robert does in his music. Right. But like, <laughs> but my point is more God, just please, that, Daddy God, please, yeah, Lord, <laughs> Savior. God, yeah, listening to Searching Serenity is like a, a Pentecostal praying. It's the worst thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but I mean, it's it's not even about that. It's just more that the message that you put in there is something that you've personally learned. And it, it's something that I think that people need to take more seriously in understanding, okay, yes, it, we don't necessarily just want to support anything blindly just because it has Jesus associated to it because we want right. things to be high quality. Unfortunately, sometimes people aren't at a degree where they can just make the highest quality music. And so I still want to support those people because they will get there at some point with the right direction. But for those who truly are putting in the time, like you and Robert, for your bands, for both Glay, Searching Serenity, and whatever else Robert's still doing. All those groups, <laughs> we, we want to put put the support behind it because we want people to see and understand that it's important to support those groups. Sharing something on Facebook, it may not, it may not feel important to you, but it's not, it's not about reaching a thousand people with one person sharing it. It's about reaching one person with 10 people sharing it. That right. one person was the important part. Yeah, and that's how I see it for sure. Because you can't you can't be out here searching for numbers because that's all it becomes is just numbers. Yep. You know, it's it's, it's nice to it's see not... those numbers, and it's oh, we yeah, need it to be thankful is. and be th- uh, thanking God in our prayers when the numbers show up. But when we see in our Facebook statistics, because they like to plaster it across our freaking meta profile now, you yeah. are down three hundred percent in likes. It's like who cares? <laughs> That yeah, just makes people that suicidal. You. That's not helpful yeah. to anybody. Why would you put that there? Especially when, I mean, we're talking business management rather than ministry management. So those are two completely different things. So, right. But yeah, support is important, which was my main point in all of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I definitely appreciate how welcoming uh, everybody's been that I've interacted with through the Christian metal stuff. Because like, Keep in mind, like I was when I had Travesty of Mankind going, that uh it was what 
five years or so. I don't remember. It was a long time and it all sounded bad. You know, it took a mm-hmm. long time for me to get a good sound. I, I honestly feel like this album is the first time I'm like a hundred percent comfortable with the production of something I've done, you and, know, and you should that. And that's from a personal note and you should, because this yeah, album and, was fantastic. And that, and that's why I, I, I'm so adamant on, you know, letting it be known that Robert worked on it. Cause he did really good, you mm-hmm. know, and I mean, at the very least, it'll get, you know, other people in his direction, you know, if that's what he wants. I don't know what he wants. <laughs> do you even like it? Do you like mixing yeah, and no, mastering? <laughs> I, no, I, I, I definitely do. But I, I definitely, I did not, I definitely don't want it to be taken or sound as if I only did this for my own gain. Like I, I was very much excited just to be able to do this just because, I mean, we've been friends for a little while anyways, and it was fun for me to get to. I kind of, you know, partner with you on this and help. Yeah, it's been awesome. Boost you've been really, can, really you know? good to you've been really good to work with. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, man. Likewise. Thank you. Yeah, other than look, those, all like, I'm two trying songs to do is be easy to work with. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zachary wasn't here. I had to fill in for him for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, uh. So you guys feeling pretty good about that? Uh, that uh, what is it called again? Disease, the disease album. No, no. <laughs> you know, most of the songs I like. Yeah, that's, that's good. The yeah. spirit. There, there that's are two. The there are two that uh, I really can't stand the vocals in. Okay, especially the clean vocals. <laughs> They're just awful. Uh we should get rid of that guy yeah. that sang the vocals <laughs> in those two songs. I also happen to sing clean on two songs. <laughs> Actually, I sang clean on three songs, but I led on two two of them. Yes. So. I, I consider him to have sung sing sung sang 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 singed. He singed it. He singed it. <laughs> lead. I consider him lead vocals on one song yeah. because he sings most of the verses and the chorus in that one. Yeah, yeah. The other one, he sings just the chorus, so, yep. you know, I, I think he's more of a secondary vocalist in that that's, one. That's you know, Behind the better vocalist. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> and even even in that chorus, man, I did the harmonies. So, like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who was really shining? Who yeah. was really the shining star here? Yeah, yeah. That's also the one that I did the vocals on that I, after uh, we got it back from being mixed and mastered, I was like, oh, man, ugh, there's... I tried a new technique in one part of that song uh-huh. and uh, I call it like a, I don't know, a guttural pig squeal, cool. like a guttural tunnel pig squeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sounded really cool in my head. And when I, <laughs> I recorded it, then we got it back from being mixed and it's on there now. It's uh, <laughs> It's on the album. I can't wait to hear it. I can. (laughs) (laughs) And that was another thing that I really realized recording this album was how nerve wracking recording vocals is, dude. I, I remember I was, when I was first sending Robert stuff, I was like, uh, let me hear how the vocals sound after you make them sound good. (laughs) See if I, see if I need to keep doing what I'm doing. Cause for me, it's, it's like, yeah, I I get a little silly in the car on the way to work and I'll like sing some songs, you know, over the radio. But like other than that, like when I'm not recording vocals for an album, like 
<laughs> I'm not doing it a lot. You know, it's not like I forget mm-hmm. how to do it, but it's like I lose a lot of the the small amount of confidence I had to begin with with it. You know what I mean? It's like I, it's like I'm yeah. doing it all over again uh, when I start a new release because it's just I don't sure. do it all the time because you, you don't really have to, you know? I mean, do you guys do it every day? We'll see, but you're you play with a band. I don't. <laughs> I, um, you know. For me, I, I live practice. alone, so I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad doing it around the house. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, you're good. I, I practice singing every day more than I would practice screaming because yeah. when I have to scream, it's usually layering with Zachariah for any reason. The only scream that I've ever done that's recorded for Blue Fire Horizon was right before part of uh, Where Agony Ends, and it's just a layering of myself in three different screams, uh, which live, it's Zachariah and I anyway. So, But yeah, like I don't, I don't do the screams for the recording, so I leave that to Zachariah to do. Um, so I don't really have to practice it as much, but usually about two weeks to three weeks before a serious show or other thing, or if I need to record a part for anything, yeah, I'm usually at least trying to get back into it. But just because my job is worship leading week to week for the church that I work at, I, I need to maintain singing voice more than screaming voice. And I know that you can do both, but for the way that I scream and the way that I sing, they tend to like... They counteract. Well, they, they take up too much of my... Uh, my th- uh, what's the word? If my throat has a health bar of any sorts, it damages it too much to the point that it's like it's it's causing issues on both sides. Yeah, Yeah, I I can't I can't do the singing and the screaming all at the same time because it takes up too much of the the energy and the the health of my throat as it is. So I I try not to do that. Doing it wrong. What he's saying is he's just not praying. The thing is, so (laughs) so I know that. Dude, are you praying to Mary like you're supposed to be for uh, uh, health for your Did throat? You do those anyway, she, would she would be refilling that health bar. <laughs> but it's are you more doing, that, doing your daily tenets? <laughs> it's more that I know that in my singing, I don't do enough of the correct singing underneath. I, I try to leave it very light and airy rather than full body sound because I want to sound like an operatic tenor. I just think that that sounds stupid. So rather than doing it the way that I was trained to do in college, because that's all classical vocal training, right. I have to find a way that's a kind of balance between that and the class and the, the actual way I want to sing that sounds reasonable for, for leading worship. And so with the way that I do that, it is taxing on my voice. So I know I'm doing it wrong, even if it's a small percentage, but I do it on purpose. So when I do that, it does tax my voice in a certain way that I can't do significant amounts of screaming on top of it so that's just that's why i don't scream all the time and that's why i'm never going to get to gutturals like zachariah but honestly i couldn't care less because that sounds terrible in blue fire horizon anyway it's been proven (laughs) (laughs) yeah see believe it or not like when i warm up my nasty vocals i usually just sing normal i do that a lot more like i sing way more than i screamy you know you just like sing sing like Pop singing sing, or sing. like sing yeah. with like some yeah. grit to it, like like Nickelback. No. What are we talking no. about here? <laughs> well, it depends. You <laughs> the know, heaviest metal band of all time. I really like Post Malone. Actually, you know what? Post Malone I, is a good example of singing with some actual grit in pop music or you know whatever R and B rap I, and all I, that. I I like how he's the I I don't know the correct word, but like the the register I guess that he sings in is easy for me to do you know what yeah, i mean he's a he's a lower tenor 
Yeah, and oh. it's it's hard to do the same with like Shania, which I definitely try to sing all Dude, the time. You know what? Just just <laughs> go for it. Don't even worry about it. It's just you in the car anyway. Oh yeah, I know it. It's you the know, best. But yeah, no, I do that way more than the the nastier stuff. For sure. <laughs> Zachariah is slowly feeling more and more like <laughs> the man out of <laughs> Yeah. It's it's like Blue Fire Horizon all over again when he's like I'm I'm the deathcore influence and then we're all like we play jazz and he's just like oh no <laughs> oh no wait 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 <laughs> <laughs> no but I this I, is what I was trying to do <laughs> like other than metalcore stuff and I I love metalcore I'm not a, not a huge deathcore guy so listening to Extraction was definitely one of the heaviest things that I've listened to all the way through in quite a while. But I, cool. I, I'm con- completely serious and sincere in saying that I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> if I was I lying, really... I wouldn't have made it through that without like saying an uh or um. So. <laughs> <laughs> His back is I... probably sweating so hard right now. <laughs> I can send you screenshots of him absolutely roasting your music while he listens to it. <laughs> Dude, I, I, it's, it's weird because it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it again. You know, like with with Travesty way back when I was I, I released this one decent album in like 2017. And then for the next two years, everything I released literally sounded worse. Than, actually, I'm pretty sure everything I released after the album sounded worse than the album. And that's like not OK. You know what I mean? But I, I obviously grew up and got better with it, you know, doing this clay mm. stuff. But like, I don't know, just hearing how this album came together because you can't really explain it when you're in the process of writing it's like some things sound better than others you know and it's like it's weird it's it's hard to stay on that like good creative like vibe you know what i mean where it's like everything i'm writing and stuff is going really well and it's like i don't know you 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 get what i'm saying yeah i think there's two two ways to think of it and i think they're both kind of work together at the same time so obviously never compare yourself to somebody else right you know use not. others for influence but never compare yourself to anybody else yeah. you are you know you are against yourself in a way yeah trying to, com- to compete for the next set of you know ep album whatever you drop next so that's the first thing but then the next thing is don't feel like the previous set of music is the uh is the defining factor of what you are as a band as a you know musician whatever it may be the defining thing for some fans, but for you, it's like, you know what? That was a great step. Yeah, it was a great step in a direction that you wanted to go. It may not be the direction that anybody or some people, depending on how it changes, was expecting. And that's fine. I really don't think as much as I, I want to, as a musician myself and somebody who interacts with his fans regularly and Zachariah and I both on social media are constantly talking to the people that comment on our stuff and in the metal groups, it's good to want to release music that uh i don't want to say satisfies because that seems a bit weird but like it that they're looking (laughs) you know like it's what they're looking for out of after following you for however long they've been following you it's nice to have that happen where they're like you know what this was exactly the song i was looking for or whatever you know like that right but that's not what you're here for you're not here to release a song that makes them happier makes them feel like everything's right again or something you know it's nothing stupid like that just like you have your music and it is entirely your own to do what you need to do with. So if the next album sounds completely different, then it sounds different. 
is I'm coming from a it's a purely personal perspective for sure. It's I'm not really trying to do what other people are doing, like or trying to be better than anyone else. You know what I mean? Anyone but myself, you yeah. know. But yeah, that that's some good advice for sure. I think that if disease absolutely <laughs> flops, we uh we we should get uh like it should be excused for us. Yeah, okay. Because, well, yeah. because I like where this I, is going. I, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I have valid reasons. Our lineup outside myself is completely different from when we released the Down with Leviathan. That's piece. yeah. Really? That would be my number yes. one thing to m- mention. So yeah. the music was written completely by people who are no longer in the band. Oh, okay. So, vocally, the only thing that you can really be like, hey, the vocals got worse. If that happens, then you then that's okay. But yep. otherwise, like, we should get a pass if, you know, people are like, it's not so, what we were okay. expecting and not what we wanted. Well, it's written by completely different people. Yeah. So, yep. you know what? <laughs> well, is it anyone's first album? It's all of our first full album. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, sure. So it's basically yeah. like your first release. Yep. I'm, and I, I came in on the EP with like two songs left to finish. And I, I put one vocal part on one of the songs and a guitar solo on the other song. And that's all I okay. did for the EP. So, yeah. So like technically, technically the lineup we, we that we have was around when Down With Leviathan was released, but they were not around for 95% of the writing of yeah, that EP. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, like Hunter, he wrote the guitar solo in Prosperity, but that's the only creative influence he had in the entire process. Yep. You know. So. So I so think maybe, we should get a pass if if it's maybe okay. now you change the name to Red Fire Horizon. Yeah, just <laughs> rebrand with a different color. No, we'll we'll go Wait, back we, to we'll go back to that uh, that horrible name that I've mentioned mu- multiple times yes. on this podcast, but never actually said the name. We'll go oh, back. Yeah, I never we'll go got back that. To that. That's yeah. that's that sucks for you. Yeah, I don't um, think I'll ever find out. Nope. I'll text it to you <laughs> later. <laughs> but uh no, I, I'm not super worried about it because we've had really good reception on the, the singles that we've released off of it that Hunter has written the guitars and stuff for. So yep. yeah, I yeah. think we'll I think it'll be honestly and, and Crowns was one of them. Crowns was one that we've been working on for what it's like in the top three of the longest that we've been working on for this album. And that one's had the best reception so far. I hate that we sent it out to a half dozen different people to write reviews and stuff. And only one of them has gotten back to me so far, which is fine. They can listen to it and write their reviews. But the one person that got back to to me was like, yeah, Crowns is still my favorite. I'm like, (laughs) and he's like, but for the The ones that I, but for the ones that, you know, hadn't been released the one that hunter was singing lead on that was his favorite for the ones that haven't been released you know that's but yeah i'm like that's... great so uh, uh we set the bar up here and then the album came in and yeah got it so we set the bar at turkey now it's a four <laughs> uh, borderline osama like what are we even doing here <laughs> oh man that's that's abysmal it's not even just like a normal person that's somebody who actually like I know oh. it's one of our biggest fans. <laughs> oh wow! All right, well, but uh, no, that it is funny though that my wife has heard that album way too many times now because I'll play it and listen to it and stuff. And there was one point where the album had been fully mixed and mastered for a little while, and I played one. She's like, "I don't recognize this one." I'm like, "That's because I don't like this one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is not uh, Turnage family approved. This is Osama. Uh, ironically, <laughs> that's the Osama. one. Ironically, that's the one that I did the weird vocal thing on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And Hunter sings in the chorus. <laughs> yep. That should be enough to tell you guys not to listen to it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to as soon as it drops. Oh, I'm going to be on it. Wear some earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can tell you. That's my, my best advice. Oh, so, I have a. Uh, oh, wait. Go ahead, Zach. I was going to ask a, a question that would move us in a completely different direction. So go ahead. Oh, I was going to mention something completely different as well. That's fine. So. You go ahead first. Okay. I'd rather uh, your tangent was, than mine. <laughs> I, I, would, uh, I would like to say this before I forget. I have a anime music video and a music video releasing on the 13th with the album. Hey. And I have not announced that yet until now. Dang. Very cool. Um, now, here's a warning I about the music anime. video. Oh, it, dude, yeah. It's a One Punch Man video. I Titan shirt in the background that Robert's wearing. So, Did you, did you like One Punch Man? I haven't watched all of One Punch Man, honestly, but I've watched all of Attack on Titan and yeah, yeah. Show and some others. <laughs> Dude, I'm a, I'm like I, I, a, do, I like One Punch Man. I just haven't finished it because it, it's that. That's what the video's on. Don't tell anyone nice. though. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay. uh, and then this this music video. It's uh, it's it is very funny looking, and I I debated not releasing it, but after watching it a few more times, I was like, yeah, people won't take this too seriously. I hope. <laughs> Heck but, yes. Yeah, so keep you guys uh keep your eyes peeled for that. It's like Duma. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's it. You'll never guess how much anime I have watched. Anime? Anime. God. <laughs> Dude, you probably watched it all. Um, <laughs> none, because I'm an adult. Oh, oh okay. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm not. So <laughs> we don't like that kind of negativity here. That's not. That's not it. No, I did I'm not like pass a, the vibe check on that. I'm one. like a fake weeb though. Like I don't really watch that. I liked One Piece and Naruto and One Punch Man. I, you, I you've don't. only liked One Piece if you watched all 1,300 episodes. Ooh. No, I I think we're <laughs> me and my wife got to like 300 something, and we haven't gone back. We haven't even I gotten do. halfway through. But it is very good. It's just very long. I know a guy who actually hacked his Chromebook in high school so that he could watch all of One Piece on a, a torrent website during school time because he said there was no other way he was going to finish and catch up. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did he end up finishing it? I think he did, actually. Oh, it was man. after college, though. But uh, yeah, so we're talking from like sophomore year in high school through like four years Epic. of college. Yeah, that kid took forever. But, uh, you know, you guys had Chromebooks in high school. What, what year did you guys graduate? 14 for me okay okay same, same gotcha yeah I, I graduated 16 but i think my year when i was a freshman was the first year they added them yeah i'm a wee baby you're your freshman what, yeah what about you that, robert what was your what year did you graduate 14 ah, hey zach's a baby ah. Ah, we're all cooler than you i'm only like 12 i don't know what you expected yeah <laughs> I mean, we're all older than him, but he's also putting out better music than all of us combined. So I don't really know Ooh. what to say about that. Burn. 
burn, self burn. And his is terrible. So that's what does that say about the it rest does, of us? It doesn't say hey, much. I'm, I'm high fiving Zachariah much. on the way while we're drowning, but I'm also grabbing Robert and yanking him into the water at the same time. So. And I, I've just been sinking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we're just if he's Osama, the water what are we? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Hitler. I could, I could make some really awful jokes right now that oh, I am. Refraining from making. <laughs> What's worse than Osama? Adolf Hitler. What? You ah! na- dude, you say anyone's name and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, yeah. Our, Young gravy. Our group message yeah. definitely set the tone for this interview. So I'm, I'm thankful for the group message. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. For sure. It's, a, it's always fun talking yeah. to you guys. So oh, now God, that our tangent on on yours led us to Adolf Hitler, let's uh, <laughs> let's refocus in a different direction for a completely different tangent. Kanye has left the so, chat. <laughs> Jesus has left the chat at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, okay. My favorite oh my Facebook group group in existence. I'm in like a hundred Facebook groups, but my absolute favorite is the whole title is Jesus has left the chat. Satan has entered the chat. Satan has left the chat. <laughs> dude you have like the best tag you do you I tag swear. the best pages every time i see something that you've tagged like a group i'm like oh this is about to be a good one he has a bunch he has a bunch in his arsenal dude. I, really... i'm in like a hundred facebook groups and probably three quarters of them are just tag groups yeah. right. oh my gosh i don't know how you remember all of them but it's very impressive Every now and then I just scroll through them and be like, oh man, I forgot about that one. <laughs> so then I'll start using that one more to remember it. Like uh, I'm in one um, for when someone says something that, that's, you know, very biblically inaccurate. Uh-huh. I can tag the group he or she yeah. he and or she probably highlights their Bible with white yes. out. <laughs> dude that one is killer that, that and the the oh i see the letter people are at it yeah. or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh it's awesome oh, all oh. right well before it gets worse again back to your tangent i, lo- yeah, I also go. love i also love the group someone fetch me my bathing toaster yeah and also also it's sister group so that if you see someone tag that group in public yeah. You can tag the group your bathing toaster as requested. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my you gosh. may continue, Hunter. So, ooh. All right. Thanks for that. I'm excited to see where this <laughs> one goes. So Zach, Try to I want, follow that. I it's this isn't gonna be an interesting thing. Now it's just gonna be people talking again. So I'm sorry for the laughs going away. But uh, Zach, I wanted to ask you on the writing side of things, both lyrically and musically, were there anything or any things that you wanted to highlight on stuff that you just when as you were writing it or as it was coming together, you were just like, dang, this this was awesome. This is how I wanted it to be, or it's even better than I wanted it to be, something like that. Um, yeah, with the tracks that I mentioned earlier about like my top three, I don't even know if I, I think it was five, six, and ten, like those songs, uh, along with like I think extraction, like the title track did too and a few others i'm not gonna name them but they i they just sound like that they turned out way better than i ever thought they would let's put Mm -hmm. it that way and like especially like lyrically and with the sound of the song for like confession uh track 11 like that one was like it it felt good listening to those songs the first 50 times while they were being produced (laughs) Mm. Um, but 
No, I, I, every nothing was like too crazy. But I think the weird electronic stuff I did with track six really captured uh, what I like in music. I like really like weird, like almost scary sounding stuff, but um. also with like real music and not just like a soundtrack you know what i mean yep like uh i i really like death grips for example and the, literally all they do is just it's always the weirdest thing you've ever heard you know and i i really like that so did but you, yeah did you just use real music to describe deathcore because like man that's just noise yeah right right <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, and I really, I, I really uh, appreciate you guys saying it has a, uh, uh, a good old school deathcore sound with like modern production. That, that's really, that, that's what I always would call what I was doing. You know, mm. I don't really like labeling my own music. I think it's kind of weird to, to kind of like super genre your own music because I, I really don't know. You know, it's basically just deathcore, but it, it's weird because you listen to Glay. And then you listen to like Searching Serenity, and it's the same genre, but they sound completely different. Yep. <laughs> they sound completely different, though. You know, two different types of terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well, that's why I'm fully waiting for all the reviewers that we've sent the, our album out to to come out and you know submit their reviews out to the internet, and have Zachariah read every single one of them and have them label us as progressive metal or deathcore. Oh yeah. Just because I know that we're not going to be classic anything. It, it just doesn't. It's well, not that's, right. that way. that's the thing is that I was talking to, to my wife one day and I'm like, you know, we get the label we have taken on is metalcore, but I'm not, I'm more of a deathcore vocalist with cleans. Right. Especially on the new stuff. The older stuff, maybe more of a metalcore vocalist, but uh, I had some, some sinus issues the last two years that just haven't gone away that have kind of zapped some of my my screams so i've actually focused more on the much lower tunnels and gutturals because that's what i still have in my arsenal so i have developed into even more of a deathcore vocalist than i was so i'm like more of a deathcore vocalist with cleans hunter's not a metalcore guitarist rock is not a metalcore drummer Maddie is not a metalcore bassist, but like the culmination of all the different styles and stuff that we bring That's together. That's where you meet in the middle. Kind of, yeah, like meets yeah. there. But like, yeah. you take out any one <laughs> piece, you're like, "That's not metalcore vocals. That That's work. not metalcore yeah. guitars." That's not metalcore drums. That's not metalcore bass. But like, that's kind of like the the median of what we are. Yeah, yeah, and and that, that's fair. But as far as like. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like that's what makes metalcore cool because a lot of the times metalcore isn't, it's usually like that. You know what I mean? Like people just come from all different backgrounds and it makes something awesome, you know? Yeah. I mean, I you like, could have like a, cool. a poppy vocalist and have like a, a full arsenal of heavy guitarists and drummers and it would still be a metalcore band. It would, you know, it's just one of those weird things about it. Yeah, it's like it reminds me of like uh, betraying the martyrs. Have you guys heard them? Mm -hmm. Yes. That dude, yeah, the, the drums, band that was a Christian band. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, 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 the drumming and the vocals, like the unclean vocals, are very deathcore esque, but everything else is like metalcore. Mm. You know what I mean? And it, it it works. It works really good. It made something unique. You know. Hey Robert. Yeah, 
I hope I answered your question, by the way. Yeah, no, you're good. Hey, Robert, on the, yeah. on the production the side of things, yeah, what stood out <laughs> to you as you were producing all of these songs for Zach, or even in the process, just sending it back and forth? Did anything stand out to you? Uh, I would say... I I like I know people have different opinions about this kind of thing, but I like when an album like sounds consistent. I don't know, like hmm. I'm not the type to necessarily use like a different tone for every single song, yeah. or, like different drum sounds for every song. Like I'm not I'm not opposed to like having like this is the sound I'm going for with this album. I'm going to use the same presets, even you know maybe like a little tweaking if necessary. Sure. But I just I liked listening through it just track by track. And just hearing it, it felt like it just flowed consistently because everything was basically the same settings. Um, so, like, to me, that just helps the album flow more together because you're not hearing drastic. Um, you're not getting slapped in the face every five seconds with exactly. new stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but then at the same time, again, though, like, so that's that on the production side. But I think the diversity in the style of Zach's writing with a lot of the songs really helps to differentiate them like it, they sound similar tone wise but they it doesn't just sound like a cookie cutter it's not the same yeah. song. 12 song. Yeah. yeah like e each one uh like they have like their different elements that make them stand out like you were saying with uh with the six and like the cool like synthy stuff that you had sent that i had like kind of mixed in and whatnot yeah like, that's really unique and i don't i don't even recall there being anything at least to that extent on any of the other songs um, unless no, I'm, not really. I could be totally blank. No, okay, yeah. ten. The song ten had like this weird guitar effect I had, but other oh, than yeah, that, true, yeah, true. that was it though. But yeah, so like just stuff like that. Like each one, it just had a way of standing out enough to where it's like it sounds consistent, but it doesn't sound like just cookie cutter over and over. Which I, for me, that's like my favorite mix of those types of things. Not hearing the same song over and over, but it's still a package. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. Thank you. Thank sure. you guys times a million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that's something that's difficult for most bands to put together. I, I think it makes it a little bit easier not to um, minimize anything that Zach did, because I know it's sure. that's a lot of work on one man's shoulders rather than multiple. Yeah, sure. But whatever. I think it can <laughs> I think it can be diff more difficult, in my opinion, working with multiple people because then you're I dealing agree. with dealing with other people trying to well, oh. i think we should do this with this song I'm like well dude yeah. the, the last song that we just did that's going to be right behind it sounds nothing like that so i think that that can be difficult not to say that it doesn't still take uh it doesn't take skill to uh to do what zach did where he had to put it all together and keep it consistent from one song to the next but yeah the tone between like not changing guitar tones between everything not changing all the drums between songs like I'm fine with the band adding synth effects and other atmospheric things here and there, you know, pre-breakdown stuff, all the the fun things that you can <laughs> do in in metal. But like I I wouldn't want every single song to have the synth be the thing that starts before the breakdown. You know what I mean? We're just a layer of synth, and it's like, oh god, here comes the breakdown again. Yeah, oh, god. Oh, it's predictable. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're just you know it's going to happen because that's just the way, and it that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's that can be. I mean, it's a it's a stereotypical thing, but the, when you're going to do it, do it well at the very least. But just as far as like keeping consistency across all the songs, yes, that's absolutely important. So, uh, Hunter, I want to uh, uh, back you up on what you were saying before. It is definitely a million times harder to write music with more than just 
one or two people. It is way harder. I can definitely vouch for that. The uh, oh, I think I was telling you guys about it months ago on the other yeah, podcast. Yep. Uh, I was in this other band for like three months. I played drums in it, and we uh, we had finished one song the whole time, you know. And it took me about three months to write this album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely harder, and it takes a lot more time. So that, that's that's it's that's definitely something worth noting. Though. Yeah, there's yeah. something to taking longer than four months. Not to say that four months can't produce a quality album, because obviously you prove that that's the case. Right. But uh, Thank you. I think that sometimes, <laughs> I mean, sometimes even individually, like I don't know, I feel like sometimes if I were to have to write the entire album myself, that it would have taken me even longer than it took us as a full band. And, and it does depend on the person for yeah. sure. And that's a personal time thing, and it's also just a like creatively like sometimes it took zachariah coming up here and sitting with me in the with the recording software literally open with nothing on it and having him say to me record something that's that's all it took for some of the songs so and a lot of it was me sitting there going do something like this (laughs) and he's like okay and then he plays like an actual version of that Imagine Jack Black trying to give you a guitar riff. That's what it sounded like. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Have you ever had somebody a... try to like R&B scat you a metal core riff? Like, come on, or a death chord uh, rhythm? Yeah, try and do there that. There were times. There were times where, like, for breakdowns, you know, I'd I'd open up my phone and record a video. I'm like, okay, do this, and then tap out. The rhythm, like on the <laughs> counter in front yeah. of me, I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh, that happened and at least twice. Influence confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of our influence from the Blue Man Group. <laughs> I found out the other day that the Blue Man Group is like, I, I don't know the exact number, but it's it's a lot of dudes, and there's different groups of three all around yeah. the world. Yeah. I thought it was like the same three dudes. The same three? <laughs> I thought it was. I had no idea. I thought Dude, that they was have, very interesting. They have a Blue Man group at, was it Hollywood, Hollywood Studios? Universal. Universal Studios. Universal Studios. And then they the have Orlando, some yeah. at some other, yeah, I forgot you live in Florida. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I didn't just no, ask no, no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. But yeah, so like they have one there and I've seen that group before. I don't know if they changed around the, that, that trio, but I've seen them. And that, that was fantastic. But I know that they have other ones in like performance halls across the U.S. in other places. It's just like, wh- why? That's why? so many. Yeah. <laughs> why? Exactly. My wife heard me screaming and making lots of noise in here. And she just texted me. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> no, none are good. And all nope, have fallen short nope. of the glory. Uh, of that just means it's a successful podcast. Why, why do you call me good? No one is good except <laughs> God alone. <laughs> and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> she was perfect you know <laughs> always a virgin born anyway. a virgin died a virgin <laughs> she, she she in order for jesus to be born sinless mary had to be sinless right mm, yeah that's, that's so true which, which means so then that mary's mother had to be sinless in order oh, for mary to be born see, sinless, no, and then no. mary's mother's mother had to be born sinless Bro. in order for mary to be born sinless. well when you put it that way i, I think i'm catholic now <laughs> That reminds me of one of my favorite tag groups. Except it's not. It's it's up. It's not. I'm Catholic now. It's uh. It's for when someone makes a really terrible argument against religion. You can tag the group. You did it. It worked. I'm an atheist now. (laughs) Oh my god. 
I love that. I think what I've learned from that I, little that little lineage is that you have to be a virgin to go to heaven. Yeah. So oh, I, I, that's suckers. fine because I, I am. <laughs> Robert's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> Satan put it in the Bible that you had to be married in order to have sex, but really that's obviously not the truth. So now all of us who are married and had sex, now we're all just gonna die and go to hell. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I can't. I don't even have a. I don't even have a, a rebuttal for that yeah. joke. That was, just, that, that was too good. Without, yeah. Without the Catholic Church at the helm of Christianity, we've had the Bible so perverted. <laughs> Nobody knows what the truth is anymore, except for oh. them. I, I am in one anti-Catholic group on Facebook, though. That's a fun yeah. one. Yeah, it's What's called. That, I, called? that that's a, when people post Catholic nonsense. I can tag the group. <clears throat> uh, I regret to inform you that the Papists are indeed at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Gonna have a lot more editing on this episode than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is I have to go back and re-listen to this and it's over an hour and a half long. <laughs> oh yeah, last time it was like over two hours. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, hopefully nobody uh, has anything else going on. <laughs> was there any other questions you wanted to point towards? Yeah. Comments, concerns? Um, I'm concerned for the health of all those who listen to this because yeah, they, right. <laughs> they will have a heart attack and die from its I've severe already awesomeness. Had, like, from all the skips. Two. Yeah. <laughs> all the cuts. <laughs> they're going to hear the fool and they're going to accidentally punch themselves in the face is what's going to happen. <laughs> so, you no, know, we, it's such a weird thing to want is for people to have like a adverse, violent reaction to your music. <laughs> yeah. You like, know, dude, it's such I, a weird thing. hurt people like, oh, but it's like, I be happy about this? Yeah. It's like, like yeah, yeah, I think you should, but it's still like violent. Like, <laughs> no, dude, me. seriously, I'm going to, I'm going to go grab a knife. I'm going to go stab someone. Wait, 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 wait. That's, wait, that's not it. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, yeah. thanks. Thanks, man. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, it reminds bro. me of- I was listening to a song and I don't remember what it was, but my brother was in the car and he's not a metal guy at all. Okay. And I was like, oh man, this is so disgusting. It makes me want to punch a wall. It's like, <laughs> what? is that a good thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. It's a yeah, great thing. Are you kidding me? That's God. like the highest form of compliment for a metalhead, you know? <laughs> imagine, imagine a metal a metal band that has never heard of moshing or like never thought that that was the response to heavy music and they like accidentally start a circle pit and then they like jump down. They're like, no, 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 don't hurt each other. And everyone's just kind of <laughs> standing there like, what? Uh, what? I hey, just we- want to know, like the first person that started moshing, just like throw an elbow and everyone's like, oh, this is a good <laughs> idea. Let's all do this. <laughs> I just got knocked in the face and lost a tooth. Why don't we do that again? <laughs> That reminds me, I've told this story on the podcast before, but I don't think either of these two heard it, so they okay. you get to hear it again. Right. But uh, a few years ago, I was working with a guy, and he was a big metalhead. He, at the time, he listened to the stuff that I listen to now, which at the time was heavier than what I listened to. Anyway, he was at a Slipknot show, which nice. that's not heavier than what I listen to now, but he was at a Slipknot show, and he came into work the next day with his arm in a sling and a, <laughs> like his nose all bandaged up. Oh I'm gosh. like, dude, what happened? He's like, ah, oh, man, I was at a Slipknot show and uh, I, I fractured my elbow and someone broke my nose. It was Ooh. the best day ever. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how it is. It's oh awesome. My <laughs> I think what? I have pictures on my Instagram of uh, when I went to this local hardcore show in some basement uh, like years ago. And uh, 
that was the first time I ever got like knocked out. <laughs> like just straight up, like Jeez. they did a wall of death with a, a slippery beer floor and like 40 people in the yeah. small basement. And it, I, I don't remember much, but I, I got hit in the face, slipped on beer, hit the back <laughs> of my head on the ground, got lifted back up and then hit again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then and it was like, I kept, I was fine. You know, I was okay. And my buddy saw me and he's like, dude, we got to go like outside because your face yeah. is bleeding. <laughs> See, then there's Hunter, which the last time he was in a wall of death, <coughs> I was there for it. And somehow you've got 30 people all lined up, you know, on each side and everyone goes. And somehow he manages to go through. Without hitting anybody, but like what? through, <laughs> through, and someone, God. someone stepped on the back of his shoe, so he goes through the the, the crowd of people and falls flat on his face. <laughs> yeah. so like, he missed the wall. Oh yeah. man! And he was in like the middle too. He yeah. wasn't like on the outside. What? And I went through the wall of death. Someone stepped on his shoe on the way through, and I just saw him face plant on the other side. I'm like, this is fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, but you can't keep your guard up in that situation. It's like whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I was fully ready to get sh shoulder tackled by two guys at the same time, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to us, Lions and Lambs. You, yeah. uh, you made a fool nice. out of Hunter. It was yeah. great. <laughs> here's, here's the fun part, though. I'm the one that stepped on the back of his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's love right there. Yes. Survived. I'm good. I'm a survivor. <laughs> I survived an as lions and lambs wall of death. Dude, by, those by guys go hard by my vocalist. <laughs> so funny story with as lions and lambs. So life fest is a popular uh, Christian mm. music festival up here. Uh, 20 mm. minutes from my house. Nice. Maybe 30, but anyway, it's it's all Christian music, but they've got the pit stage, which is all the heavy bands. Nice. And as Lions and Lambs played for the first time at Life Fest 2021, and they usually have like two staff there at that stage, just in case someone falls in the pit or anything like that, they can get yeah. in there. Those two people were not enough. As, as Lions and Lambs goes so hard, that like those two people could not keep up with the pit and like <laughs> things got wild. Okay. Wow. So the next year in 2022, as lions and lambs came back and they were headlining that night at the pit stage. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. I watched as like 20 minutes before the show started, like just a stream of security. Like mm -hmm. by the time the show started, there were like 12 guys there just <laughs> like all circled around the, the, the pit like all right we're ready this time <laughs> that is hilarious hey quick fun side note i might have i might be working on some stuff with matt just a quick little side note but am I, am I allowed to keep that in here who's PBA? matt actually <laughs> maybe maybe uh, i mean it's not like it's a crazy secret or anything but i don't know i don't he know did he did say may about it he did he's say May. About it's it. not. It's not fully. Oh, and say if Matt's confirmed it, then we're good. He's posted about like working on stuff. So yeah. Okay. All right. Which one is Matt? He's the 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 ex vocalist of as former Lions yeah, formerly vocalist. Of oh Matt. oh oh okay. Matt McNamara. Yeah, they stayed at my house. <coughs> when, nice. Yeah. Ooh, so we had cool. a bunch. I I was. It was one of those things that uh, one of my friends posted on Facebook. Like, hey. So uh, there's some pe there's somebody coming in for Life Fest that needs a place to stay. Does anyone have room? I'm like, eh, sure. I'll I got I got, I got room space at this in. 
Yeah. And it ended up being Jason Wisdom from uh, Death Therapy slash Becoming the Archetype. Oh, Ooh, what? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so Jason Wisdom stayed at my house. But like before cool. that, that was a couple of months before Life Fest. I'm like, you know what? I live 25 minutes away. People are traveling from all over the country. Why not? I just put it out there. I'm like, hey, if anybody needs a place to stay, That's hit cool. me up. It's a yeah. three-day festival. So first night we had Jason Wisdom stay. And the second night we had uh, As Lions and Lambs stay at my house. And then the third night we had the, the folks from Reclaim the Day staying at my house. So like, Dang, that's awesome. It's actually a pretty cool weekend. Yeah, Ooh. seriously. Dang. But yeah, they were, they were, they're, they're pretty cool dudes. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they continue to do. I know that they announced Same. some new vocals recently. I've seen some of the, the TikToks that uh, Matt has made with, with him. Yeah. Dude, dude's a beast. He, uh, That's it's cool. not going to be a step down from Matt. That's cool. That's cool. That's good to hear. I honestly haven't yeah. seen those TikToks. So I've just well, been waiting to be as- pleasantly surprised. So. I don't I don't go on TikTok. I see see the TikToks that are obviously made for TikTok as Facebook reels. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. I don't use TikTok, but right. Yeah. Price mark. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've seen some of the videos and stuff of the two of them, and it's like they're they're different. Power couple. Different different styles, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's not a step down, that's for sure. Good. So, that's cool. That's cool. So even though we've kind of talked about an entire album here, we've actually wanted to focus on one song or at least Zach would like to speak on this song specifically, which is the 10th song on the album, which is Hidden in Plain Sight. So, Zach, why don't you tell us why you picked this song? Um, I like this one. Well, it's that's one it, of, folks. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> 10, is a, 10 is a nice number. <laughs> 10's a good number. And... Not as good as 4. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It it's It's short and sweet. Uh, I, I I like I like these lyrics specifically, uh, because in no matter the situation, good or bad, God is still to be found. You know, he doesn't disappear when things get bad. Yeah, yeah I was say I have nothing to add to that. Good so. reminder. Good reminder. Yeah, but the song's also pretty pretty darn heavy, if I do say so myself. Also, I nothing would, found I wrong with so. that. Yeah, I would say so myself as well. <laughs> I would confirm that. He said it to Wumbo for that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Wumbification. Maximum Wumbo. Yeah, but uh, so that, that you will, said Weast. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that and I thought it would be a cool one to let the people hear before uh, the full album comes out. Um, yeah, that, that's all. That's pretty. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I don't have much more to say. Uh, oh, that's all right. Uh, but yeah, I, I just like the song. Well, thank you to uh, to Robert and Zach for for hopping on and talking nice. with us. And uh, well, thank you for having here us. is the song that's been said like four times, and I already forgot times. which one it is. <laughs> yeah, so Hidden here in plain it is. Sight. Enjoy. Yeah, that yeah. one. Woo. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of $1, $5, or $10. All money helps keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser known Christian artists. Thank you for listening, and God bless. <laughs>